The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM.
Good afternoon, you are listening to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM and quite possibly on Extra Resonance, Extra somewhere on the dab dial or once again you're listening on the internet but you probably didn't need me to tell you that. I started off with Space Oddity, an 8-bit MIDI version thereof because once again worldwide events seem to have played with and moved around the proposed programming for this 2016 season of Isotopica. As I'm sure absolutely everyone is aware, David Bowie died this week. And um, last week's episode, I dealt with, in no uncertain terms, the inset date of Roy Batty and the death of Lemmy and a few other issues shaken around in the cultural mix pot that is Isotopica. And I had a very full and oblique and new musical program for this week, but have decided that current affairs and events are of such momentous weight. I will dedicate today's edition of Isotopica in my own particular way to David Bowie. Um... 8-bit MIDI versions, why not? We all know the actual versions and there's very dry, dark, cynical's the wrong word, nihilistic and, I repeat the word so often, but dystopia and following up from last week's talk about Brazil, the amazing Terry Gillingham film from the mid-1980s that my young viewing companion last weekend mistook for a documentary so true has the projected, proposed and imagined dystopia of Terry Gillingham very much become a part of our everyday lives as I believe in the legacy of Margaret Thatcher, the Chicago School of Economics, Ronald Reagan, he's just a little actor at the front there, but what a nasty little man Ronald Reagan was, let's face it. And why does that bring me to an 8-bit David Bowie? The reason that does is because Bowie's from a previous era, um, and one that is probably referenced by the present era, 21st century, dystopian Tory Britain, in an 8-bit MIDI version, no real depth, understanding or whatever. Isn't that a bleak view of the world to have? I'm sorry, but it's one I'm clinging to at the moment until I probably go and move to Sri Lanka, in which case, when my feet have been bathed in the warm sand of the beaches of the Indian Ocean, I will probably have a rather rosier view of things, but there you go. So, a few weeks ago, there I was, communicating through text messages with a much younger person who sent me, um, hello Lucinda, it is you I'm mentioning, sent me some lyrics from probably Coldplay or something very similar to that, the sort of band that I genuinely know nothing about. And I, when, when I pointed that out in the messages that I actually know nothing of Coldplay, I wouldn't know a Coldplay musical piece if I heard one. Um, except as a bit of background noise and rather than being a snobbish my era was better than your era the point I was trying to make was that my era ancient as I am 20th century modernism was different to the 21st century neoliberalism which we inhabit today and I would propose that 
Coldplay in 20, 25, 30 years time, whenever the lead singer-songwriter from Coldplay dies, that the whole world will not cough, shed a tear and um, pay tribute to those people. Much as, that's me knocking things over here in the Ice Tropical Studio under an aeroplane wing somewhere in West London, much as there could never be another Beatles or a Rolling Stones and parents' generation did not like the Beatles one bit, but they knew who they were, they knew what it was. Things have changed, things move on, the message being the medium, the medium nowadays being the message perhaps. So 8-bit MIDI David Bowie interspersed with some John Cage and some various other sound pieces will remain in this instance a kind of sad dystopian wave to David as I think. Now from my own point of view David Bowie was actually the very first rock concert I saw as a child, I believe when I was 14 at the Romford Odeon, two or three nights before he chose to retire Ziggy Stardust in what at the time felt like the end of the world. But of course, Aladdin Sane came along not so long afterwards, but I wasn't convinced, I have to say. I didn't really re-grasp David Bowie with the fullness and love that I'd felt for him before until he made low, um, which is very indicative of the direction I was personally going. Then, Brian Eno, already a very strong influence. In fact, maybe that was Brian Eno's album in many respects, but there's a documentary in the story that, once again, as a Resonance FM listener, you're probably very familiar with. So, David Bowie, we started off with Space Oddity. What a classic, 20th century, man goes to the moon, spinning around in a capsule outside of space. Take it for 20 years and I found myself in West London, somewhat worse for wear and addicted to opiates in the form of dimorphine hydrochloride, heroin, you may know, and being a sentimental kind of drug and rather stuck as I was in an immature phase of my life. Every time I heard Major Tom's a junkie. We all know that Major Tom's a junkie in Ashes to Ashes, which will probably be the next 8-bit David Bowie tune I shall play. I used to feel really sorry for myself, but in a very romantic, and am I taking part in the 20th century beat culture through drugs, etc. route, which I probably wasn't. I was just really wasting a lot of time, but that's another story. So David Bowie went on to become a soul king and all sorts of different faces and continued to be a cultural presence throughout the 20th and the 21st century, as you well know. I once saw him, I have to add, backstage at a rock and roll concert that I was working at back in my sound engineering roadie days. And I remember seeing David Bowie, who was already taking much of a backseat in contemporary culture compared to my childhood days and I was swooning, I was swooning and I was swooning because beyond bigger than life, much like the time Debbie Harry asked me if that is a Moog pedal, the guy from the police, whatever his name was playing somewhere on stage, I swooned at that point, but that was more of an erotic swoon than a cultural swoon that I managed for David Bay. So we're going to have an isotopka, David Bowie kind of tribute, although it's not because that's done so well everywhere. David Bowie was his own tribute act, let's face it. 
so settle down, get on with some things, do whatever you do. This is Isotopica, this is me, Simon Tishko. You can find mention of this on Twitter if you go hashtag Isotopica. Um, details of today's episode, previous episodes, future episodes, and all sorts of things to do with my wider art practice can be found on my website being www.theculture.net. Should we listen to Ashes to Ashes and then see where we spin from there?
Recently, I was in uh, Telluride in southeastern uh, Colorado. And I had a dream. of a new way to make music. What you do is you take some paper and you you uh, you turn the two-dimensional thing into a ball. so that it's completely crumpled. And then, of course, you flatten it out. And um, and you read it as, um, with a grid and whatnot, and you read it as, um, indications of whatever aspect of music you're you're then noticing. I don't mean to say that you do this as a performer. I'm thinking of doing it as a composer. So that I would have the time to measure it uh, attentively. So the changes in whatever aspect of sound that you were paying attention to could be given by the, the um, changes in the paper. With both respect to um, time and to the sounds in it. I thought of the sounds as being single sounds, lasting until they were stop, not going on to another one.
Sí. Also in uh, Telluride, we had uh, among composers three um, and you, you uh, three private sessions thing in which the composers were able to present their work so that it's completely talk about it. One of these in Telluride was um, Walter Zimmerman. Of course, you flattened it from Cologne. And uh, I was very glad to see him. And you read it as, um, and to hear his new work. And you read it as, um, and it's a kind of um, use of aspect of ostinati and noticing. It's a kind of, um, I don't mean to say, but the, and the ostinati are not of made up of tones that are close together, but rather that are, you can't believe it, an octave apart. You go from a G sharp in one octave to a G sharp, say, two octaves above. And according to um, some way that he's done it, he makes a most unlikely kind of piano music. So the changes in as you listen to it, and it lasts for quite a while, sound um, that you were paying attention to could be given by the... You can't tell uh, where you are, changes in the paper, and you don't know where you're going. Respect to uh, I've recently written um, a uh, piece for two pianos. The sounds and the two pianists for whom I wrote it, whom I don't know very well, they call they call themselves, I think, um, Double Edge. I thought of the sounds. We're both out of town. I finished it during the summer while they were gone. So that I I don't know what they think of the piece. Lasting. And I was curious about it. Stop. So I called up Greta Sultan going, who has two pianos. And I asked her if we I could obviously read through it together, read through the Actually, I didn't ask her to do this after it was finished. I did it after I'd finished the first part of it. And we both liked it, we enjoyed it. And then when I finished the whole piece, which probably lasts in the neighborhood of 30 to 40 minutes, she caught me up and asked me, whether I would like to hear it uh, read through by Beatrice Roman, a Brazilian pianist who was studying with her. And um, with her own playing, and I did want to hear it. And I had the uh, same experience. I'm telling it to you backwards because I had heard my piece first and then Zimmermann's later.
I'm telling it to you about Zimmermann and then about my work. I had the, the same experience of not knowing where I was and not knowing where I was going. In the music, I mean. So, uh, the, the idea is in the air.
So that by that means the book was shortened to something that was usable as a musical performance. I think double edge. I don't know where my sentence began. I was out of town. I finished it. But while they were gone, what I'm trying to get at, I don't know what is the. And I was curious. The idea that one could make a, so I called a piece of music not with one book as I did with uh, Finnegan's Way, but you could make an interesting uh, musical form with actually I didn't have several books to to begin with after I finished the first using them um, both in a way and we both to produce sounds then when I and then you could have those in the old-fashioned way you could have them as themes for instance she caught me up and asked me or you could in my way read through by Beatrice Roman a Brazilian pianist uh, be simply superimposed and uh, with her own playing and I did want to hear it and I had the, uh, the same experience I'm telling it to you backwards because I had heard my piece first and then Simmerman Thank you. 
you have been listening to Ice Top Gay on Resonance 104.4 FM. The rather strange, the rather sad, the rather oblique and the rather politically charged David Bowie tribute edition, sort of. If you are interested in any of the issues raised in today's Ice Top Gay, then you can contact me through our website where there is a helpline number. That website being www.theculture.net. You can interact directly with us through hashtag Isotopica on Twitter, which I absolutely adore Twitter. Spend far too much time shooting the breeze and engaging in cultural discourse in a particularly 21st century method. I thoroughly approve. Do join me there. In the meantime, this program will be repeated at some point like 2.30 on Thursday 8am for everyone in the United States of America, Australia and the home colonies, I believe they are now. Um, don't forget to listen in to Resonance Extra, which is Resonance. No, it's not. It's Extra. .resonance.fm our new dab even more experimental if that were possible broadcasting channel this is me Simon Tishko signing off for another seven days next week I believe I'll be back with a live pre-recorded that is concert that we made at the weekend with Hello Massing and the Clapton Ensemble in St. Leonard's Church in Shoreditch. I actually got out of the house and went down there to see that and I think we've got a rather fine recording of this new music concert. So don't hold your breath instead. I suggest you stay signed in to Resonance 104.4 FM in the multiplicity of ways in which you can receive this most amazing of art radio stations. This is me, Simon Tishno, signing off for another seven days. Fingers crossed no one great dies during the next seven days, but if they do, I'll be there with Isotopica. Bye for now. This programme was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.